0: We are on our fourth week of our series, Amazing Grace. And today, we're going to talk about something important. But before that, I want you to, I'll give you a picture of two of the former wealthiest people on the planet. Okay, formerly, these two are the most wealthy or the wealthy richest people on the planet. That's Bill Gates and that's Warren Buffett. Okay, because they overshadowed by Amazon. Jeff Bezos, but several years ago when they were the top two richest people on the planet, they, they decided, now, Bill Gates, he decided when he stepped down from the CEO from, from Microsoft, he decided to give at least half or more than half of his wealth to his foundation, the foundation, asawa niya si Melinda Gates, to fight against diseases, poverty, and all these things. Okay? Half. Of his wealth during that time, probably 30 billion. He donated 30 billion or half of his wealth, and nainggit si Warren Buffett. Nagdonate rin ng okay? So the their foundation, nila. Uh, unfortunately, i hindi pa kasama in coronavirus nasa their research nila. But can you imagine giving away 30 billion dollars? 30 billion. Ilang zeros yon. Multiply mo yung yun Philippine peso yon. An naon, right? To give away. Now, what's my point? My point is this: It's easy to be extremely or extravagantly generous, to extravagantly give if you have tons and tons of money. Yes, you gave thirty billion, pero may thirty plus billion kapang na one. So okay lang, right? mo na lifetime mo, so okay la si Warren Buffett they still have tens and uh, dozens of billions of dollars left. now, question, pedi what if, okay, what is it possible for us to be like this, to be extravagant givers, if you don't have billions of dollars? Kung i-minus mo ng 6 zeros or 7 zeros yung pera, yung kayamanan mo, naiwan na lang 4 zeros na lang yung pera mo. Is it still possible to be extravagant givers like these people? Right? Parang mas mahirap yata if you don't have enough even for yourself, how can we be extravagant givers? Now that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the grace of giving. Because grace is not us. It's beyond us. It's not our ability. It's God's ability. And when you talk about the grace of giving, and to be able to participate in the grace of giving, I want us to jump at the scripture. I believe this example from the Macedonian churches will help guide us if you want to experience the grace of giving. It's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 7. So let's read it. Verse 1 says, And now, brothers, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. Out of the most severe trial, their ex- uh, overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability entirely on their own. They urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in the service to the saints. And they did not do as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us in keeping with God's will. So we urge Titus, since he had earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part. But just as you excel in everything, in faith, speech, knowledge, earnestness, And in your love for us, see also that you excel in this grace of giving. Lord, bless the preaching of your word. Help us. Lord, move in this grace that we will be able to give extravagantly beyond our ability, just like the Macedonian churches. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, to understand the context of what the Macedonian churches did and why Paul was pleading with the churches, what happened was during this time... There were two things happening, especially in the Jerusalem Church. The Jerusalem Church, the main church then, okay, was undergoing extreme persecution, and also there was famine in the land. So, sa Jerusalem, may famine na so walang makain, and because of the persecution, economically they were sabotage. You mga believers they ng trabaho, to so the church had no money. The believers in Jerusalem, walang pera, plus wala pang mabili, yung mga may pera, walang mabiling pagkain. So they were in dire need. And so Paul what Paul did, he wrote the churches. All the churches everywhere in Rome and particularly, okay, he wrote the church in Corinth. Okay? The church in Corinth was very wealthy, they were very charismatic, but apparently medyo sila, Okay? Medyo madami nangyayari si Corinne, so ang daming correction na binibigay ni Paul, including this one. This is actually an admonition. It's like a correction to them. Because he was saying, guys, okay, remember, meron tayong collection. And I want you to take and see the example of the churches in Macedonia. Now, the Macedonian churches were composed of Philippi, Thessalonica, and Berea. Those three churches... Were like provincial churches, so Jerusalem was like the Manila church, and the Macedonian church was like the provincial church. Now the problem with Macedonia during this time, the Roman Empire took over their business. It was mainly known for mining; they had gold and silver mines, which the Roman Empire took over. Sinequester sinikwesterlatyon. So walana yung main main economic engine nila. Plus, they also had copper and bronze melting places. Pero, severely taxed. yun lang iniwan sa kanla, sobrang tax pa. In other words, wala rin pera ang churches in Macedonia. And yet, in spite of that, remember kasi kung ganoon na, if, if Paul wrote a letter asking for help, to help Jerusalem, this is not to help Paul, this is to help the church in Jerusalem, it was the perfect excuse for the churches in Macedonia to tell Paul, Paul, I understand what's happening. Okay? Naintindi ang ko inang sa Jerusalem. But we have our own problems. Wala nga kamimpera. Wala na kamim makain. Right? It was the perfect excuse for the church in Macedonia to tell Paul. And maybe Paul would understand. But the opposite happened. It says they participated on their own. On their own. Nung nalaman may need, even before Paul sent the letter, alam gagawin nila. Entirely on their own. They gave even beyond their ability. And that's called the grace of giving. The grace of giving. Now, let me, tell, let me ask you, how many of you want to be used by God in this capacity? To give beyond your ability. Okay? How can we experience and participate in this grace of giving? Well, I believe the key verse to this passage is found in verse 5. The key verse is found in verse 5, and then I'll make a couple more support statements to this key verse, but I'll go through it in reverse. So the first key to the grace of giving found in verse 5, Okay, it says here, grace of giving begins as you give yourself to the Lord. What does the scripture say? And they did not do as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and to us in keeping with God's will. So they gave themselves first to the Lord. See, giving is not a money issue. It is a heart issue. When we understand that it's not our our bank accounts, but it's our heart accounts that is more important. The Macedonians understood this. Understood that everything they had belonged to the Lord. When you give yourselves fully to God, first to God, okay, that means all that they are and all that they have belongs to the Lord. Okay, They understood. And once you have given yourself to the Lord it is easy to give everything else or anything else. Right? Because if he owns 100%, you see, your your wallet, your wallet is an extension of your heart. If your heart belongs to the Lord, everything else about you belongs to the Lord. But if your heart is not fully belongs to the Lord, then guess what? it will be hard to give anything. It will be hard to give some things. So it's an issue of lordship first. Now question, if God owns everything, 100%, how much is left for you to own? This is not a trick question. If God owns 100%, how much belongs to you? Nada. Zero, right? Zero. Everything belongs to God. Now, you may think, bad bad news yata yan. Wala pala ako. Kala ko 10% lang kay Lord. (laughs) No, everything belongs to the Lord. The earth belongs to to Him and everything in it. Yes, yes. sino kasama sa everything in it? (laughs) Tayo. (laughs) Everything belongs to the Lord, walapara sa That's why, if you understand this, it's so easy. Okay, Lord, Now you may think that as a bad news, but I believe it's a good news. You know why? If everything belongs to Him and nothing belongs to me, then I am not the source. He then is the source. We are just stewards. We are just managers. Kung anong papagawa ni Lord, anong kakuman ni Lord, yun lang ang gagawin natin. Right? Si Lord naman palang ang source eh. So, my circumstances does not determine my giving. In fact, baliktan. Your giving many times determines your circumstances. And that's why it's so important for us to understand that giving. In fact, Martin Luther said this, when we are saved, when we are converted, there are three conversions that need to happen. First, with our head and our heart, head, and our wallet. And the hardest of these to convert is our wallet. Mahirap daw sabi Una ura paayan, Reformation palang, naintindihan na. Why? Because your wallet is actually a theological statement, it determines who you worship. It tells you what is in your heart. Your wallet is always connected with your heart. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Your wallet determines who is your source. Your wallet will determine who is your source. You see, when, when, when we talk about wanting or healing someone, yung mga may sakit, okay, when we, when we pray for someone to get healed, who is the source of healing? Si Jesus, right? Hindi naman tayo nag-heal, si Jesus nag-heal, right? When someone is being, you know, when someone oppressed, demon, uh, you know, na oppressed ng demonyo, when we cast out demons, right, whose authority and whose name, okay, do we use? See si Jesus, right? But when it comes to money, <laughs> when it comes to money, and sinabini, Lord, bigay mo yan, became yung wallet mo, became yung bahay mo, became yung kochi mo. Suddenly, oops, takalang, Lord, nagiiba na yung source, ako na palaying source, kasi hindi natin magawa. <laughs> it's hard, and we have to deal, I have to deal with that. The moment we think it's ours, the moment we think we own it, that's when the problem starts. lang Lord, pag binigay ko lahatu ano mangyayari sa akin. You have to remember, if God is the source and if He asks you to do something, He is a benevolent God. May plan si Lord, may kagawin si Lord. Para sa time and time again, God has proven Himself. Listen, God is the only source that can supply Everything you would need to accomplish His purpose and His desires for you. You cannot do it on your own. Many times, we limit ourselves with our circumstance, with our bank account. Ito lang yung pera ko, ito lang yung kakayahan ko, hanggang dito na lang. Ito lang gagawin ko. But kay Lord, ibalagi. Kasabihin niya, this is my plan for you. Lord, how can this be? Abraham, you will be a father of many nations. Right? Gideon, you will be a mighty warrior. Eh, I'm the least and the weakest. Moses, you will deliver the people of Israel out of Egypt. I can't even speak. If we just limit ourselves with our circumstance, we will never do anything. But God, as the source, saying, Hey. Your circumstances will not determine my plan and my purpose for you. But it's the other way around. My plans and purpose will determine your circumstance. That's why it's important to give yourself first to the Lord. And you're not limited by your bank account or your wallet. I remember... When, uh, sinadito na dun sa, uh, EN building natin, yung phase one, yung the first building, okay, in BGC, the Ford, katapan ng market. Uh, when that was being built, okay, uh, ano ka, I was duly married with my wife, we just had one baby, Sidani, baby palang on, and we were, you know, not full time, we were. You know, upstart, bagong businessman. My wife was a dentist. Uh, and so we were just making ends meet, uh, a little over. But we, had, uh, we, we gave in faith for the building project. More than our means. Lord, we don't know how this will come, but this is the money that, this is the amount that you, God told us to give. Lord, we'll have the capacity to, to do this, but we'll give it in faith. And so, in the middle of that, you know, we, we decided we had an old car. We were using an old car. It was our Batmobile. Malaki siya. Okay, but sometimes, naming maintenance sa na kailangan. So, abinamin, we, we just decided okay, we want to participate. We will sell this car and give the proceeds for the building project. So, that means for us, kay wala kami transportation with the new baby will just commute and all of these things but it was never really uh wow grabe ang galing ko naman binigay ko to para kay Lord no it was just we were just obeying because it is not it, it did not belong to us right and so binigay namin it was part of that but you know what sobrang galing din ng God 6 months later or something like that seed money came in for us to buy A second-hand car. Actually a van, kasi nagkaanak na kami the year after. So mas malaking van, second-hand van, to be able to, for our growing family. Ibang klase talaga si Lord. But we gave that, not expecting that in return. Pero ganun lang talaga, generous si Lord. God is generous. God is so generous. And that's why it's so important for us to understand. The grace of giving begins when you give first yourself to the Lord. It begins there. If you cannot give yourself to the Lord, then it's going to be hard for you to give. It's going be hard. But once you understand that, then it will change your perspective. Because your grace of giving then becomes a privilege, not an obligation. Sometimes especially growing up in a religious environment we know that giving is an obligation kaya mag maglabas ka mga coins mo or than, 5 piso, 10 20 whatever pag nagbigay ka 100 pesos generous ka na sikat ka na at least that's my thinking in a religious community in fact i'm just i'm just reminded last week you know i attended a the wedding of my nephew Okay, uh, and while there, it, it was a it was a church in Bambanga. Okay, so we were there while, while going on, and yung mga sarap namin, okay, these were some of the ninangs, and they flew in from all over. Okay, mga, some of them were British, and some of them were, Bas, ah, Nakita namin, nakita ko sa labas may Rolls Royce. Sabi ko, I think dito gali, dito nakasakay to. So when the offering bag came, ibigay sila. Dalawang 20 pesos. Sabi ko yung binigay ko na 100 pesos noon, hindi pa ako save, mas malaki pa but, they, uh, but I'm not judging them. I'm just saying if our minds are set na this belongs to me, whatever I give to the Lord, pasalamat na lang si Lord. That will be our mindset, right? Because it's an obligation, hindi ko lang to ng something. So I've done my deed, okay. But if it's the other way around, if we give first to the Lord, it's not an obligation; it's a privilege. Different people give different uh, give uh, have different reasons why they give, right? Iba iba ibang rason. Iba tak shelter si Ananias and Sapphira; they gave para magpakita. Oi, nagdami kong binigay. I'm so generous. In fact, some people give for the fortune. Some people give for the fame. Some people give for the power. Yeah. Some people give just to play the game. Some... Well, let me tell you, the Macedonians absolutely made it clear that our giving does not depend on our circumstances. It depends on your relationship with Jesus Christ. It depends on that. What is your relationship with God? Are you doing things to earn His favor? Or are you doing things because you have already have the favor of God? You already have the favor of God. You see, the grace of giving lies in the fact that we have been forgiven. That we have been forgiven. In fact, I made this like a play of words. The fact that God has forgiven us paves the way for us to give for others. Jesus put it this way. He who is forgiven much, loves much. The only way for you to be able to give is to know how deep we were in the pit. I'm not talking about how much money you have, but your life will be in the pits until you have experienced the depth of God's love and forgiveness for you. If you have not experienced that, then things will be okay. I'm doing God a favor. Instead of, Lord, thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for setting my life, turning my life upside down. If you know where you came from, then you will just be grateful for the privilege to participate. You'll be grateful. In fact, the Macedonians did that. Sabi nila, entirely on their own. Hindi pa dumadating yung letter ni Paul. Sabi nila, Paul, excited na kaming magbigay ng pera to participate. We're so excited. I wish all of you were like that. Bago pa mag-offering, ito na, ito na. Okay? Bago pa may need, ito na. Kailan ba gagawin? Kailan ba yun? Ano magkano ba? when you look at their circumstance, but yet their hearts were so overflowing with love and grace and forgiveness. The best motive for giving is the goodness of God and the grace of God in your life, in my life. I remember this. There was, when we, were, when we planted a church in Katipunan, uh, in UP, there was one student who got radically saved but he was dirt poor he was studying in up he had no baga candidate kumbaga kung may real life wala real life no eh. so, Kung may real life candidate siya because he was they were so poor he was so bright but he was so poor that he did not eat he only ate probably 2 to 3 times a week Kasi wala siyang pera and yung little stipend that he got from up he would give to his two brothers younger brothers kaya hindi siya kumakain I mean, we knew that. I mean, we try to help every now and then, but that's it's lifestyle. So what happened was during we had our first youth camp, and it will take, I don't know, if 2,000 or 2,500 pesos way back then. And so they had all kinds of things, tutorials, whatever, to raise money. And so Shah, Hindi Shahma, and forced fasting Shah for a couple of weeks. I mean, in interspersed naman, pero hindi siya kakain para maipon niya yung pera. Okay, so we, because we challenge them by faith. Many students, you know, kasi a lot, a lot of them from the province and all of these things. But sa, sa kanya, alam namin yung situation niya. We know. And so, what happened was, nakaipon siya, No amount. Naipon niya yung amount, ready for, ready for the youth camp, but something happened. Okay, a week before the, the camp was supposed to happen. Nakaron ng news that two or three of his finals exam will be on that day or the kunyari, three days yon sa na So, hindi siya magapunta. He was an engineering student and all of these things. Mawawalan scholarship niya pag bumagsak. All of these things. And so he decided, I won't go, but I want to give the registration fee to others na hindi pa kompleto. And some of our student leaders were saying, Kawawa naman, why don't you just give it back to him? Dinangan di siya ko ito pinaghirapan But we know, we said as leaders, you know what? Don't deprive him. Don't deprive him of this grace of giving. Because this is an opportunity for him to be blessed. Remember, it's more. Blessed to to give than to receive. This is an opportunity for God to bless him abundantly. He gave beyond his ability. You know what? As he grew up, I think now he's graduated and he's an expat in another country. Earning lots of money. But he understood this. And it all began... Because of his relationship with God, I don't think he would do that if it's not if he don't have a relationship with God, right? Hindi kumain and then ibibigay mo lang sa That's called the grace of giving. The grace of giving. And finally, I have to remember this: that we should be grace of giving flows. It will flow. as we become channels. Of God's blessings, not containers of God's blessings. There's a difference between containers and channels. Don't just become a display of God's grace. Wow, it'sing ginawani Lord, happy na ako, akin na lang to. Be a channel of God's grace. You know, one of Don Sims, one of our, you know, one of um, a man of faith. Okay, he was teaching us before leadership trainings, said this, Sabi niya, God gave us two hands, one hand to receive and one hand to give. And as the money will flow through you, there will be plenty left for you. Channels lang tayo eh. Pag pinapadaan mo yung blessing ni Lord sa'yo, may maiiwan siya. iiwan ka niya, Something to bless you with, right? But if we are just containers, wala yung flow, di ba? Sooner or later, walana puno na yun, wala walana hindi na po flow. Just like the Dead Sea, you know the Dead Sea, right? Dead Sea is not only the lowest place on that planet, but that's the reason why it's called the Dead Sea. Is because everything flows, everything goes there, and nothing flows out. That's why. It's the saltiest, most buoyant water. Okay, pwede kang doon, lahat yon. Lahat, Because of the buoyancy. Of course, for the ladies, nandun, nandun galing yung Ahava. Yung ahava? It's, it's a Hebrew for love. Pang facial yon, whatever. So, kaya nag-ten days kami, yung makasamin, na, wow, bili tayo ng Ahava, galing sa Dead Sea. Yung mga putik sa Dead Sea, yun. Purong minerals daw yun. Anyway, that's aside. But the point is, be channels. Kasi pag iniwan mo lang yun, hindi na magpo-flow. Masa-stuck na, right? And sooner or later, hindi na magpo-flow yan. Listen. Our lives, all of our lives, belong to God anyway. He created us, and He redeemed us and bought us. Someone said that we are doubly His. <laughs> right? Doubly His. Let Him be the source. Give yourselves first to the Lord. That is called the grace of giving. The grace of giving. Because when you do that, all things will abound. As it says in chapter 9 verse 8, it says, and God is able, say that we me, God is able, God will make all things abound for you. So that you always being sufficient, having all that you need in all things, you may have abundance in every good work. If you give first yourself to the Lord, guess what will happen? Sometimes some people, they gave one time. Lang, oh, that's what I'm Okay, I'm eh, may work. Eh. Sabi dito? In all, having abundance in all that you need, you will abound. In every good work. Ngayon sabay sabay na? Meron ng taal, may Australia, may Corona, whatever whatever else. That's why it's so important for us to live first, giving ourselves to the Lord and being directed by Him. How and how much and how will we give? I'm not saying give everything away, I'm saying be directed by God. That's Lordship. Eh. Siya ng magdidirect ng purpose mo. And as you do so, you'll be able to participate as a privilege of sharing in this grace of giving. Amen? You see, God's grace makes you exceedingly rich. You are exceedingly rich. di ba? If not here, the life to come, we can give to others because we have been recipients of God's grace. You see, giving finds its fullest, fullest meaning. Giving finds its fullest meaning when we do it with the motive of enriching others. We don't give para ay because it's more blessed thou. So I feel good, or I will. You know, I'll be blessed by God. No. The fullest expression of the grace of giving is when your motive, Lord, I want this person to be enriched. I want this person to be healed. I want this relationship, na sila. I want their need to be met. I want to help, you know, these poor people in Ta'al or wherever this real life scholar not I want to help in the other, you other, uh, say, rescue. Kabataan. We have. A lot of things out there or whatever God is directing you. The intention is the enrichment of others. That is the grace of giving. And it's ultimately found, demonstrated by Jesus Christ. As it says in verse nine of Second Corinthians eight for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. So that you through his poverty might become rich. Jesus gave his all to us so that we can receive the best. Because the grace of giving is ultimately a divine exchange. We exchange our poverty. We exchange our sickness. We exchange the curses, the sin, the death, the relational dysfunctions. And God gave us His blessings, His grace, His riches, a sound mind, divine health. It's a divine exchange demonstrated at the cross. That is the ultimate demonstration of the grace of giving. He did not receive anything. He gave His all so that we can experience his grace and His love. You know, before I call up the music group, we're going to worship in a while. This is phase one, every nation building phase one. It was built during the time when the church was around 3,500 people. Parang like Victory Green Hills, art size. And it was not the best of economic atmosphere. We just, we just came from the economic crisis, Asian crisis. Remember that? I don't know. I don't But overnight, the, the conversion of peso to dollar from 26, 1 is to 26, became 1 is to 52. So, andami and we needed hundreds of millions of pesos. And during that time, 3,500 people, three of those, we have five churches, five in, in Metro Manila, some in the province, but mainly Metro Manila, three out of five were campus churches. Ibig sabihin puno ng mga studante, So yun yung mababigat na mga offering kasi puro coins. That's Ubelt, Malate, and Katipunan. Campus churches. And you could count the number of rich people in the church in the 3,500 in our, in our fingers. You can count them. All the rest were just upstart, bagong graduate, or students. Okay? And so, how did this happen? How did this miracle? We always say this. At least this is our this is what we told, tell people. We're not a rich church, but we're a generous church. We are filled with people who are sacrificial givers. So my story of selling the car is just one of many. And maybe some of you participated there. I, I heard stories. They sold their car. Some sold their house. As they moved to a smaller place. Some, you retirement paying retirement. Different stories. And let me tell you, Beyond our ability. Beyond our ability. Because I remember even our money then, okay? Pastor Steve said, okay, this money that we have in the bank account will not even cover the down, 1% of the down payment or 10% of the down payment. So what he did, he, he, as they prayed, let's just give this, we'll just sow this to uh, another ministry who has another building project. So all of the money they gave to another ministry, building project in another ministry. So we had zero plus that was a setting. But you know what? Out of out of that extreme circumstances generosity and overwhelming joy rose up resulted in the grace of giving to be felt and right now we have this may face to pangabat kasi t- time na yan, i could tell you ganito lang tayo can you imagine tayo will raise the amount of money okay tinanong nyo mga saro na to tayo will raise the money to put up a building worth hundreds of millions how is it possible the grace of giving it's possible when we give first ourselves to the Lord right now I believe this is our p- proper response God's generosity in Christ at the cross is the only way to enable us to give generously if you have not experienced the generosity of God at the cross through Jesus Christ we will never be generous that's why Paul says excel in the grace of giving when you need a mouth to preach, Lord, you mo Lord, that's Lord, do you need someone to lay hands to the sick? Use my hands. Lord, do you need someone to comfort? Use me. It's not just about money, but yes, money is part of it. Lord, when you, when you need a, a financial courier to give, to bless another person or to meet someone's need, use me. Para tayong Western Union. Kasabihin ni Lord, oh ito, may kailangan itong tao dun sa, sa ibang bansa. Okay? Tatawagan ka ng Western Union. Ito na, may pera. Tayo yun. Will you allow yourself like that? Okay? We're God's union. Are you willing to have your resources pagkailangan ni Lord to advance His kingdom? Say, Lord, use me, use mine. Because everything I am, all that I have is yours. Amen? We're gonna, the most practical application of here, we're gonna take up our tithes and offering. Remember, everything belongs to the Lord, not just a 10%. So at this point, I want you to, if you have any prayer requests or answered testimony prayers, write it there. We pray for those we pray for those we look at that we pray for those we praise god for your, your your answered prayers but i want you to be directed by in your giving today not by the exact okay kailangan 10% uh, ito and sentavos just be directed by god how much god wants you to give let's pray father thank you for your people i ask even right now that you would impart that grace of giving even as we have experienced your grace at the cross. You did not withhold anything from us so that we can experience your best. And so as we worship you, Lord, I pray that you will be glorified and honor in our lives, in our hearts, in our giving, in Jesus' name.